You're listening to the Yoga Magic Podcast with host Ashley Sondergaard. Do you remember that first time you took a yoga class? Lying in Shavasana thinking, what is this magic? For me, yoga opened the door to a life full of self-discovery and self-care. This show shines a light on what is possible when you invest in your well-being. And not only for you, but for everyone around you. I interview women in the space of healing, spirituality, beauty, wellness, and of course, yoga. This community of listeners is excited to expand their minds, open new doors, be honest, and sometimes take a big old handstand fall on the way. My hope is that this show gives you a library of accessible new practices that fill up your soul and open your mind. Not all will be perfect for you, but that's the best part. Trying it on and finding your personal favorites. This is Yoga Magic. Thanks for listening. Hello friends, welcome to Yoga Magic. I'm your host, Ashley, and I'm so glad you're tuning in. Today is a solo episode. We're doing a little Q&A, a self-care Q&A. I'm gonna do these once a month. There'll be little shorties where I answer any questions that you have about your self-care practice, things that you potentially want to try on, self-care ideas, cosmic self-care, looking at your astrological birth chart, pretty much pretty much anything. And I think it's going to be really fun. So this is definitely my area of genius, I will say, because mostly because I just, I'm a trial and error kind of person. I find things that I like and I, I really get specific on routines and rituals and then I'm able to teach them to other people. And I love to use the birth chart to get really, really specific and maybe even cut out some of that clutter. There's just so many ideas and so many shoulds around self-care that I like to help people navigate. You know what? Actually, you don't. if you don't like meditating, you don't have to do it. Or you, know, you really hate journaling? Totally fine. Like here's something that might work a little bit better for you. So yeah, if self-care is something that you you really enjoy, but you haven't found exactly what works best for you, shoot me a DM. This is, this is what I do. I get to work with people individually to really develop their routines, their rituals so that it lasts. And it's so much fun. And I, I really see major shifts in people's, people's lives. Okay, so a couple questions that I got. Really, really great questions. Thanks for submitting those, everybody. Um, whenever you have a question, just shoot me a DM or an email. All my information is in the show notes and I will address it at a future Q&A episode just to yeah, keep it flowing and you know, always be answering any, any questions that you have. So the first question was, how did self-care change after kids? And this is actually really where my business started um, because when I first had my daughter, Lily, I think I had a pretty good grasp of like what I needed to do to maintain kind of just my everyday well-being. Um, with one child, I felt, you know, exhausted and, and overwhelmed at times, but like I felt like, okay, I have some level of balance here and I 
slowly I watched it kind of melt away and I remember being at home like breastfeeding her and sort of like looking at myself almost having like an out-of-body experience and just being like whoa you're not yourself you've you've lost yourself a bit and we need to bring it back and so I really took back that power and started to introduce things like consistent meditation I'd been dabbling in meditation for a long time but now it was like okay now let's get really consistent do it every day and I started my manifestation practice. And I've talked about this practice a lot. Um, I, I love to be magnetic, which is a community and a specific way of manifesting. And I really got into the meditations and the hypnosis um, recordings and did all of that work while I was um, figuring out what my next best step was in life. And I was pregnant with my daughter, Rory, my second child. And I really, for her, she was my my spiritual awakening. Her name is Aurora, which is the dawn. She woke everything up for me. She showed me that with this consistency, with this dedication to self-care to myself, that I could be so powerful, that I am so powerful. And I was really able to manifest her birth from start to finish, from it being four hours to there being, you know, very little pain. And... Um, I really hoped for a drugless birth this round. My first one, I had an epidural, which was amazing. And this one, I was like, I want to see if I can do it without. And I racked it. I did it. And so, again, self-care for me, I kind of, I lost it in that early stage of, of parenthood. And I and I found it back times a million <laughs> with, with Rory. So I'm, I'm a really true believer that when we can find what actually works, when you can find a practice, whether it be meditation or manifestation or yoga or movement or whatever the heck it is that really, really fills up your cup, you can step into so much power and 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 just make the world better. I mean, that's that's what's happening when we commit to our well-being practices. So it, it changed a lot and it also got a lot, a lot better. Now, the other small just sort of like logistical thing is that I do have to, I have to wake up early in order to make a lot of the things happen in my self-care routine. I have to wake up before my kids wake up. And for me, that's not that early. It's like 6 a.m. And I'll get up and I, I right now I'm doing morning pages every morning and making a delicious pour over and like just like that slow morning for, you know, 30, 40 minutes of just kind of wandering and writing and laying in my hammock in the backyard is just ideal, ideal. And then my evening practice is pretty simple because I'm pretty wiped by that point. I do a very short gratitude practice. I like to read at least uh, literally like a page or two of a book. Um, I'm currently reading Letters to a Star Seed by Rebecca Campbell. She's a spiritual teacher and this book is very, very interesting. Highly recommend. And then I head off to bed. So right now everything is very simple. Very, very simple. If I can get a workout in in a day, I feel super awesome about that. But it's not an unnegotiable at this point because it's just not a reality. Um, so that morning, slow morning is my current non-negotiable. Great, great question. You know, to the mamas out there, if the self-care is something that you are realizing you you kind of lost, you're not alone. You're not alone at all. And I think this is very normal. Um, just know that anything, small, simple upgrades, small, simple commitments to your practice can make a huge difference and it goes a long way. Even that five, 10 minutes of breath or just laying in silence or taking a bath, if that fills you up, you know, 
it can make a huge difference in, in your day because you're giving so much and coming back to yourself is so critical. Great question. Second question. Have you used acupuncture or Chinese herbs for self-care? I have. Um, when I was pregnant, actually with Lily, I was very overdue. It was like a good week, week and a few days over and I wanted her out. (laughs) And so I did some acupuncture for the first time to help induce labor. And it, within 24 hours, I was, I had gone into labor. So it definitely, um, is, is a powerful practice. I don't do regular acupuncture or use regular Chinese herbs, but I do think it's a great, great practice. And I know a lot of other healers and self-care experts that do use acupuncture. I feel that, you know, for me, these, these practices and these, um, different modalities come in at the right time. And just right now, it's not a part of my routine. Um, but Totally love it. Totally recommend for those that, um, you know, want something that's very, very powerful. I mean, acupuncture is pretty amazing. Third question, how do we balance not shoulding, but also committing to a practice? So when we say shoulding, this means when someone says to you, oh, you know what? You should meditate. That That's not, you don't have to do anything. You, you can't, sh- you don't have to should on yourself. You know, when somebody says that there's a right way to doing something as it relates to self-care, you can ignore them because really it's about what works best for you. That though bumped up against having a commitment to self-care can be kind of tricky because you don't, you know, you want to be disciplined with your practice. You want to do something every day. But then sometimes it's like, well, I should do this because I haven't done it in a while. Yeah, then you're shooting on yourself again. And and I find this to be this kind of a tricky area. The way I counsel my clients and the way I use it myself is that to differentiate between if I'm shooting on myself or if I'm just being disciplined, um, I will look at what my practices are at the moment. So like, am I... Am I taking care of myself right now, right? Am I really like eating eating food, (laughs) like eating good food? Am I sleeping well? Am I taking a few moments for myself? Um, Am I doing the things that I just frankly need for, you know, those basic human needs? Am I doing those? And if I'm not, I'm going to should on myself. Ashley, you should self-care right now because that is that step back to home, right? So I would I would say that's a bit of an exception with sh- with shoulding because you're you're just bringing yourself back, right? Be disciplined, be okay with it. That being said, if you are really maintaining a great balance, you're taking care of yourself, you feel you feel nurtured, you feel like, yeah, I got this. I'm I'm doing what I need to take care of myself. And you you hear yourself or someone says to you, you know what, you should do this practice. You can do it or you don't have to. You know, it's up to you. Listen to your intuition about what you think is right. Um, I hope that answers that question because I get this one a lot. And again, it's like, go back to where are you at? What's the status of your self-care routines right now? Are you taking care of yourself? And if you're not, yeah, you got to get a little bit disciplined. If you are regularly, go with your intuition. Maybe, Maybe you skip a day. Maybe you try something totally different. Maybe you listen to, you know, 
try something on, literally, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna try morning pages for the first time and I'm going to get through two pages and be like, oh, actually, I don't like this at all. Totally okay, right? It's okay to pivot and to listen to what your body and your, your spirit really needs in that moment. Continue, I mean, continuing this, this work, this kind of that balance of the should and just not getting too, you know, too much pressure on yourself. So if you guys have any, anything that you do to really navigate your intuition and, and follow your heart on what feels good, let me know. I'd be really curious. The last question is a good one. And I have lots of thoughts on, on motherhood and just conscious parenting in general. Um, and I hope that that's, you feel safe asking these questions, um, around motherhood because this space is definitely for all parents, for non-parents, for any anyone, you know, with the family. I do love I have kids, so I talk about this stuff a lot. The question is hardest part of being a full-time mom. And it's so good. There's I mean, there's just so many things that are hard. And we did an episode, um, I did an episode with Sarah Schultz specifically on this thing of the tricky and hard part of being a mother, but just the beauty in it. Um, so for me, the hardest part of being a mother is is fear for me. And fear is it's something that is a pretty low vibrational state. Um, for me, it shows up as fear that I'm not spending enough time with my kids or fear that I said something incorrectly or fear that you know something's gonna happen to them. And I don't feel like I have a ton of control over it. I think it's something that I'm working on, releasing fear, living in trust, just knowing that I'm doing the best that I can and protecting them. But, you know, there's nights, a lot of nights that I will just, you know, sit next to them and just stare at them. And and I know that sounds so creepy, <laughs> but just stare at them and and just look at them and think like, I don't know what I would do if something happened to you. I, I know I'm not alone in this. I think it's like that ultimate vulnerability is loving someone so much that you you just can't imagine what what would happen to you if you lost them. And and that's you know that's parenthood. So fear for me it can be a bit paralyzing, and I don't like living in that space. And so things that help me move out of that particular space is is taking some discipline in just like what I can control, right? I talk about, or I just recently posted on Instagram about how when we can really be disciplined with our rituals, with our habits, we can release control of things that are basically out of our control, right? So if I can get up and I can do those small little practices that just give me the peace, give me some moment of solace, of of rest, when shit hits the fan later in the day and you know something chaotic happens or I just get that like pang of guilt for maybe not feeling like I did something perfectly I'm able to just let it go and not dwell on it and not sit in that space of guilt or fear Um, because again when we discipline ourselves and we train ourselves to really trust and love and 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 nurture our own well-being when things get hard we are more prepared to handle them right that's that's really this whole process so love that question I'd be curious to know for those of you that are parents what do you think is the hardest part being a parent it's there's so many right but there's so many good I always tell new you know newer parents or people that are like thinking about having kids that 
the highs are so high, like unimaginably high, and the lows are unimaginably low. And I think that gives us a lot of depth, right? Gives us this, me anyways, a new perspective for life. Like when you have those moments that are just rock bottom, those moments that are really good just feel amazing. And I've seen that come to life in the last few months of just struggling and kind of pulling myself out of it, the sweetness in these, these these small moments, these small wins. So I'm with you, mamas and papas. I don't know if there's a lot of men who listen to this show, but if there are, I'm so glad you're here. And, you know, if you're a parent, God bless, you're doing really good work. Um, if you are nurturing anyone, yourself, other people right now, that's parenting and it's all, you know, it's all totally worth it. So, so thank you. I hope this is helpful, everybody. Again, just a little shorty q and I'll do more of these coming up. So give me more questions. I would love to hear from you. What do you want to know? You want to get really specific on routines, on practices, on ask astrology, ask <laughs> on astrology like whatever it is let's look at your chart let's look at um, different placements and we can talk about how it relates to self-care again if you want to work together and you want to dive into your chart specifically and and try on very very intricate practices for your makeup you know for your cosmic um, birth chart and and see what works for you in kind of lightning speed because we have this this way by looking at your chart let me know. I'd love to work with you. We look at routines. We look at rituals. We look at the people in your life and how they're helping you or potentially holding you back from the things that you need to do. We talk about boundaries. We talk about manifestation. It's so fun to take this time to work one-on-one. Um, so shoot me a DM or check out the information on the show notes. Check out my website, ashleysondergaard.com, and, and we can chat. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll see you on Thursday for an amazing episode with Nikki Novo. I can't wait for you to hear from her. 